the volume. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of nicotine or tobacco. If you're an adult age 21 and older and use nicotine or tobacco, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo's award-winning nicotine pouches. What are they made of? Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. No tobacco leaf or stem. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco and want to join the Black Buffalo herd. Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out their store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. You know our trusted partner TireRack.com for their fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of best tires, like the highly consumer-rated BF Goodrich All-Terrain TAKO2. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, suspension, just to name a few. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. What is going on, everybody? Three and Out Podcast, John Middlecoff. Uh, you guys know the drill. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends. We're grassroots people, so we like uh, shoot out the podcast. Merry Christmas. Hopefully, you're having a good weekend. We're going to keep this short and sweet because Christmas Eve's on Friday, Christmas is on Saturday. And we'll all be hanging out with family, you know, boozing a little bit, hanging out, watching some sports. So, of course, the Middlecoff mailbag at John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire into those those direct messages and get your question answered here on the show. Before we dive into what we saw on Tuesday, I wanted to just hit on two things that I noticed. I I, I don't do snubs from the Pro Bowl, mainly because I truly just do not care. It it does not matter to me. (laughs) Like I can't even fake the emotion. And if you listen to the show, I, I, this isn't first take. I, I don't fake anything. If I don't, I only talk about things I care about. Uh, so at the Pro Bowl doesn't do much to me. But two things stood out to me. One, Justin Herbert is the starter for the AFC. The Chargers, the Spanos family should hit their knees and pray. And listen, I'm not even religious. But if I was them, I'd head to church and just say some prayers and some thank yous. Because they're going to go on two decades with Drew Brees, Phillip Rivers, and Justin Herbert. And let's face it, obviously Drew Brees had an incredible career, but for the Chargers, Herbert's going to have the best career for them, and it's not even going to be close, right? Brees just played his rookie contract, then he went to the Saints. Obviously, Rivers had a fantastic career, but he wasn't the talent of Justin Herbert. And they lucked into it, all because Miami took Tua Tonga-Bailoa, right? They would have taken Tua as well. 
So sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. You get Justin Herbert. Think about this. When he came into the AFC, Mahomes and Lamar already had MVP awards. And obviously, both those two guys are going to be in the Pro Bowl with them. You know, it depends who makes the Super Bowl. But think about that. You drafted a guy, six overall, who ended up starting two years later in a Pro Bowl with two guys that have MVP awards and both young. That's pretty nuts. It really is. Hell, the Bills just gave Josh Allen $150 million, and no one would argue that Herbert is better than Josh Allen. Think about that. And listen, I didn't question, but I, I thought it was a fair thing to bring up that, you know, last year, Josh Allen, too, played in these games where there were no fans. It was just not normal football. Aaron Rodgers, remember, hard counting on the road, you know, last year in New Orleans. So you just never knew, but he's been fantastic. And he's going to, you know, keep saving a franchise. This, let's face it, is, is you know, I, I don't want to say it's poorly run, but they can be a joke sometimes. I mean, the whole way, I mean, they're paying a dollar in rent to uh, to leech off Kroenke. <laughs> yeah, I mean, let's just, let's call a spade a spade. They're not exactly the Jones family, the Kraft family. Now, they inherited a lot from the Spanos, from his grandpa, from his father that had all this real estate in California. But man, do they luck into quarterbacks. Well, I mean, the reason they got Phillip Rivers was because Eli refused to go there. And now that they end up with Justin Herbert, who, let's face it, they did not have, they had third on their board. And because the Dolphins, who royally screwed up that pick, and we're hard on Tua. And he's going to have a chance Monday night to kind of shut some of us up. And I know he's been playing better. He ain't Herbert. And he never will be. The other guy who made his 10th Pro Bowl, that I I think this guy is having one of the most fascinating careers in NFL history. I I, I texted a guy who works for the Patriots. He doesn't anymore. But I I asked him, what made Matt Slater so, just so incredible? Like, what's his deal? And he's like, "I, I can't even over text sum up the human being. He's he's that great, basically. And that sounds like hyperbole, and we do that sometimes with human beings in any walk of life. But think about this. Matt Slater is not an offensive player, he's not a defensive player, and he's not a kick, he's not a kicker, and he's not a return man really. So, he is a he covers kicks. Yet for the last half decade, Bill Belichick, while Tom Brady was there as well, entrusted him to bring up the team. Like, they go at after uh, wins in the locker room, and let's not forget, they have been a dominant team when he's been on it. He's won multiple Super Bowls, three to be exact. He brings them up. He is the leader of the squad. He is a cover guy on special teams. A cover guy on special teams. That's never happening again. One, a guy like that would never stay on a team that long. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I think there's a chance Matt Slater is probably top two or three favorite players of Bill Belichick's entire coaching career. If Lawrence Taylor's one, you, you could convince me Matt Slater's two. Think about that. He, he's their team captain, team leader. He covers kicks. But yet he's the greatest kick coverer in the history of the league. Just, just a remarkable story, and I don't think we'll ever see it again. Uh, on Tuesday's games, just really quick, I give the Eagles some credit. I would have yanked Jalen Hurts early in that game. And I actually have earned some respect for Jalen Hurts. He said something after the game. It went viral. He threw a pick, which was not anyone's fault. It was a freak deal. went off. I think it was Goddard. I don't even know. Someone's foot and the Redskins or the football team. You got so many names for the football team. Like, just pick a name. Stay in it. But he had a bad fumble. Sirianni screams at him. And they both said after the game, like, yeah, I'm a coach's kid. And Jalen was like, I'm a coach's kid too. I want him to yell at me. 
And I, I think sometimes that's refreshing, you know, in a day and age and as society, you know, in sports moves away from screen, like some people still like to be screamed at. Sometimes I miss getting screamed at when you go into business for yourself. No one really yells at you. Now you're naturally just kind of always on uh, just eggshells, right? Things you're just always could things turn on you, but I don't have anyone yelling at me. And when I worked in football, you were getting yelled at minimum once a week. And I wasn't even a player on the team. I just, as a GA, and then when I worked in the NFL, you're just always on edge. It's a healthy environment. It brings out the best in certain people. I enjoyed it. I'm, I, it's cool to see that uh, Jalen Hurts, because let's face it, not a lot of people are getting yelled at at the quarterback position anymore, especially younger guys. They go into shell. So I, I, I respect Jalen Hurts. He's much better than I ever thought he would be. And uh, I, again, I would have yanked him out of that game and gone with Gardner Minshew. But they didn't, and then they kicked the football team's ass. Seattle's clearly in shambles. I mean, what what a disastrous season from them. It, it really is. Just, you know, the mallet finger from Russell to now missing the playoffs, I guess, for the second time of their era. Uh, I think DK Metcalf, someone DM'd me a while back, just kind of talking about he, him underachieving, and I would agree. He, he should be better. There was a play in that game, an underthrown, poor pass by Russell Wilson, that he tried to basket catch and Jalen Ramsey made a play. Do you think Justin Jefferson would have tried to basket catch or he would have high pointed the ball? Do you think Devontae Adams would have tried to basket catch or would have high pointed the ball? There's a reason he's not in their kind of category right now. There, he, he is not a superstar player. He's underachieving. Again, not all his fault, but he's able to change his hair color like every other week. So you would think he would make some more plays when he's doing that, but he's clearly not. The Rams, you know, if the Indianapolis Colts beat the Arizona Cardinals, the Rams are going to get right back in this thing fast. And if they, Sony Michelle was good in that game, if they get good performances out of their running backs, like they're going to be a problem. My big issue with them is they became so pass happy, they had no balance in their, on their offense. Well, if Sony's going to look like Georgia Sony Michelle, they're going to have a shot. And that, that's something to keep an eye on. 99 dominated, Jalen Ramsey dominated in that game. Football is not that complicated when you have blue chip premium players. When you're paying guys $15, $20 million and you have a $35 million quarterback, you need those individuals to dominate. And when Stafford dominates, when Jalen dominates, when Aaron Donald dominates, Rams are going to win fucking games. Sometimes we overthink the outcome of some of this stuff. Uh, Before we dive into some of the weekend's game, I I saw something, and listen, we all make fun of it about these... uh, these bowl games, like who is watching Missouri play Army? Who is watching Coastal Carolina play? I don't even know who they played, but they played somebody. A lot of people. Because the ratings came out on these games. All these random bowl games easily outrate the NBA. The only NBA game that hung with the random bowl games was the Warriors, easily right now the number one brand in the NBA and the best team, playing the Knicks, who are not having a good season, but are the number one media market in the country. So we make fun of these bowl games. Like even when we, and I never understand this, like Monday when we're watching the Browns and Raiders and even the night game, it's terrible. But everyone on Twitter is like, I can't believe I'm watching this terrible football. I can. 15, 20 million people watch every NFL game, whether it's good or bad, right? So, and everyone's like, why did they put this game on in the afternoon on, on Monday? I'm glad they did. What else would we have watched? We consume football. The The evidence is in. And Tiger and Charlie, who also did higher ratings than most of the NBA games. But that shouldn't be shocking. Tiger doesn't move the needle. He is the needle. 
Okay, Saturday. Uh, Brownies at Green Bay. I I like Green Bay big in this game. Miles Garrett's injured. Uh, I, I Baker's not very good. The Packers are absolutely rolling. They went out. They're going to be the number one seed. Um, obviously, they had all the COVID issues on Monday against the Raiders, but they've been a shell of themselves for a while. Uh, the Browns are probably a competitive bad team. I think when the dust settles, they're, they're probably eight nine, underachieved greatly. Uh, obviously, Baker's was banged up, but he just was terrible this season. For the majority of the season, he was not very good. And that was the reason they were in that situation on Monday. Now they're playing. Does it even matter anymore? But the Packers are playing for something. Uh, I, I like the Packers pretty big in this game. Indy at Arizona, the, the night game on Christmas. What a fantastic game on paper. It really is. The Colts, who I think have the most players in the Pro Bowl, I saw they tweeted out this video of Frank giving out all the Pro Bowl awards, you know, to like Jonathan Taylor, to DeForest Buckner, to Quentin Nelson, to Kenny Moore. And it was really just like, God, this their kicker, this team is really has a lot of D- Darius Leonard, the maniac. They have a lot of talent. And for whatever reason, they start slow. If they could ever, instead of just starting one and four or two and six, could just start three and three, you know, four and two, they'd win 13, 14 games. That, that's to me, is their number one goal in 2022. Start fast. Just start winning some games. You know, they, they always get themselves behind the, behind the eight ball like they did last year. Then all of a sudden they're, you know, 11 and five. I like Indy in this game. I, I just think Arizona, I, I don't trust Cliff in big games. I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I gave them credit, winning some games. You know, earlier in the season, they deserved it. They won 10 out of their 13 games. But I'm shorting them. I'm shorting their quarterback. I'm shorting their coach. And again, I'll be the first to say that I think Kyler Murray is a fantastic talent. But for whatever reason, he just doesn't play well when the lights get brighter in the NFL. He played really well in college. It's a different animal in the NFL. He's smaller. He's tiny. Does he wear down? I don't know. But there's a reason that like most, if you ask every NFL GM, you're like, you could have Kyler Murray, you could have Justin Herbert. It would be 32 to nothing for Justin Herbert, simply because one guy's six foot six, 235 pounds. The other guy's five foot nine. And I I think until he proves otherwise, we have to question that. And then the coach, you'd be like, well, he coached at Texas Tech. Well, yeah, good coaches. I saw Mike Leach at Texas Tech. He won. And if this guy crumbles again, his December record speaks for itself you know, I know that he used Schefter to try to act like he was going to go to Oklahoma. Oklahoma was never going to hire him. So he loses this game. All of a sudden, the Rams end up winning the division, which is very much in play because they'd have Dallas next week. If you're Michael Bidwell, are you giving this guy $10 million a year? I couldn't do it. Can't do it. I, li- I like Indy in this game. If Arizona wins this game, I'll, 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 give, I'll give him their flowers and just give him my apology. Uh, Baltimore at Cincy. I loved Baltimore in theory. And then uh, their injuries, you just look at them, you, you do a little research, their entire secondary's out. Uh, I don't love the Bengals, but I, I, I don't know. I, I guess I would lean the competitive culture. It, it's what I always say with Pittsburgh and Baltimore. They have just won so much. They have just have this ethos in their building for decades of just knowing how to get shit done. But I do think there comes a time where you just can't overcome it. We've seen it before with the Steelers, right? When Ben's been out. They just can't overcome backup quarterbacks. I do just wonder if the Ravens get to the law of diminishing returns. You have 75 guys injured, including potentially your starting quarterback who's a star. Like, how many games can you expect Huntley to be Lamar Jackson 2.0? So I I was all over Baltimore, and I've thought and I've thought this probably be a stay away. Um 
I don't know. I, I I don't trust Cincy either, but this is a massive, massive... Baltimore loses this game. Bye-bye playoffs. Cincy's probably going to win the division. Buffalo at New England. Uh, you know, this is kind of a gut check for Buffalo. They, they punked you at home. Punked you for all of us to watch. Monday Night Football, three pass attempts. Like, they, they called out your competitive character in that game. They go, we don't think you got it. And you didn't. You could not stop them. And I get that Poyer and uh, and whoever there, who's their other safety? I can't think of it off the top of my head. We're mad at the question about getting embarrassed at the end of the game. But the game, like you, you can't brag about holding them to X number of points. The game was on your guys' shoulders and you could not stop them. So when I look at this game, I, I'm kind of, I think everyone's going to be picking New England. They're coming off a loss. We just saw two weeks ago or three weeks ago, then beat Buffalo at home. I think conventional wisdom, everyone's going to bet New England. I don't even love Buffalo, but I, I would just take Buffalo in the points. I think Josh Allen, all, New England right now is missing all their wide receivers. Now, can they just run it 45 times again? I, you would assume that would be hard. I've said it before when they were playing the Monday night game. Just get in a goal line type situation. Now I get they're like, well, they can run play action. <laughs> Make them run play action. Stop the run. If you stop the run, you should have a shot. But I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to bet against Bill Belichick. Rams at Minnesota. You know, I, I saw a lot of people crushing Minnesota for the effort on uh I get my days confused right now because we've had so many games. I guess it was the true Monday night game. They threw for, I think, 87 yards. Google Nagy's history against the Vikings. He's had, Their defense has had a lot of success. They throw Cousins off. Because when you can pressure Cousins, and he, Cousins can't play outside the play. So if you can take away his first or second read and then get some pressure, make him scramble a little bit behind the line of scrimmage to keep plays alive, he's done. That is not the way he plays. So I, I do just wonder if that's kind of a bad matchup. Now, the Rams also have some horses up front. Uh, I, I do like the Rams situation. Right before I hopped on, I saw that, you know, Dalvin Cook might not be able to play this week. That's a pretty big loss. Again, L.A., short week, but they got a lot on the line. And they'll know in that game, if Arizona lost the night before to Indianapolis, that's a lick-your-lips game. That's a, we're coming for the NFC West and they would have a pretty good chance. Pittsburgh at Kansas City. I wrote this down a day ago, but the problem is Kansas City has 7 million guys on COVID. So I don't even know who's going to play. And you watch. <laughs> Tyreek, Kelsey, some of these guys will be out. And Pittsburgh, who is easily the weirdest team with a winning record, wins this game, and then all of a sudden they're 8-6-1 and one, and has still has a chance to win the AFC North. Wouldn't that be crazy? Their last three games, they play at Kansas City. So if they win this game, they're 8-6-1. and one. Then they play the Browns, who if the Browns uh, lose to Green Bay, they'd be 7-8. and eight. Season would be over. They'd be 1-2-3 Cancuning it. So the Steelers could easily win that game. That game will be in Pittsburgh. Then they're 9-6-1. and one, And then they get the Ravens that last week of the season, which obviously rivalry game. It'd be a throw the kitchen sink at everyone. But I don't know. Don't sleep on Pittsburgh, who I don't think anyone takes seriously, including myself, in terms of a playoff team. They're kind of sneaky alive. Well, the holidays are here and FanDuel Sportsbook has a gift for all new customers. No, not a new pair of slippers. We're talking about 30 to 1 odds on any Christmas Day NBA or NFL game. Just sign up for the FanDuel Sportsbook, bet on any team to win any of the seven marquee matchups taking place on Christmas. Your bet wins, you'll be paid out 30 
times your wager. $5 bet could be $150. That simple. There's no better place to bet on Christmas Day than America's number one sports book. FanDuel, easy to use, safe and secure, payouts in as little as two hours. How good is that? 30 to 1 odds on Christmas Day. Don't miss. $5 bet, 150 bones. Remember, sign up at FanDuel Sportsbook. The promo code is always Colin to place your first FanDuel Sportsbook wager on any NBA NFL Christmas Day game. 21 plus and present in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia or West Virginia. Refund issued as non-withdrawable site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund 10 bucks. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbookfanduel.com. Same game parlay available for multiple sports in all states on mobile slash web. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Jersey, and Virginia. Or call 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. Tennessee red line is 1-800-889-9789. Or go to 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Or call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere. Like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. They help you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Did you know 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites? LinkedIn's the only one I use. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions making the process even easier and quicker. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N. That's linkedin.com slash J-O-H-N to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. You put it off long enough, it's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort, performance tires for sporty handling, all-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of general tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com slash Colin to see their general tire, test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews, and be sure to check out all their current special offers. Great tires, great deal. What more could you ask for? 
That's TireRack.com slash Colin. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Okay, let's do a quick uh, mailbag. Glenn, uh, we're going to fire it out. Add John Middlecoff is the Instagram. Fire in those DMs, and you'll get your question answered here on the show. We're going to go fast because it's Christmas. Glenn, why isn't the league doing a regular, potentially weekly investigation on whether or not a referee has financial stakes in the outcome of a game? I think the league is doing a great job engineering the game in a way that competition is high for 70 to 80% of the fan bases leading up to the playoffs. And with betting coming along, bad officiating is the last thing the league needs to uh, needs to do to protect the field. Would love to hear your thoughts. Well, one thing that's clear in pro sports, athletes aren't going to be on the take anymore like they were in pre... They make way too much money. You know, when you were making back in the day a hundred grand, if someone was going to give you 50 grand, that'd be a lot of money to you. But who in their right mind making 5 million, 10 million, 20 million, all the quarterbacks make huge cash. The gambler can't pay you enough. They, they, no one, because the moment you bet $10 million on a game, it would get red flagged. So the referees, though, fall under that category, right? Uh, how much does an NFL referee make? I would guess a couple hundred grand. So if I can give you a hundred grand, now they can have other jobs or whatever. Yeah, I I would be all over it. Dirty little secret. Gambling people, if they want to influence the game mob style, are going to go after the vulnerable. And the vulnerable are not going to... Coaches make too much money. Players make too much money. I mean, a head coach makes a good one, makes 10 million bucks. So to me, the referees are the mark. Now, I just think they're incompetent. And I think it's too hard for them now with the speed of the game. My idea would go robo. That there's just a robo or an independent person calling the game. They're not even referees on the field. Because they're terrible. Right? It's not It's not even... This isn't hy- hyperbolic reaction to what we've seen. The officiating has never been worse. There's too much money on the line. Players lose their jobs. Coaches lose their jobs. Executives lose their jobs. We lose money. Referees all keep their jobs. Because I see the same fucking guys every single week. Sorry if you're listening with your kids on Christmas. Merry Christmas. Uh, My brother and I are huge Chiefs fans and watched this incredible overtime win over the Chargers. Our takeaway is that Brandon Staley completely blew that game, could have easily won if he would have just kicked field goals. What's your takeaway on the overly aggressive play style based on analytics? I've said it over and over again. No problem going for it late in the game. My issue is not kicking field goals earlier in the game. And in that specific game, Brandon Staley can talk down to everyone and say, football people get it. No, we don't. We do not understand why you don't kick a field goal going into half. That's the easiest move ever. Kick the field goal, go up seven. That's when he lost the game. And you can give me all, well, he's been doing it all season long. That's fine. That game, that context, you got to kick the field goal, and he refused to do it. Chiefs fan here, uh, coming off impressive divisional win last night. I still have concerns. The razzle-dazzle of the offense is fun to watch. But I'm concerned that in the playoffs, when you need to control the ball, they won't be able to do it. They've invested a lot in the O-line, and they refuse to commit to the running game. Williams has more juice than Clyde. In my opinion, I believe he gives them a better shot at consistent yards. Now that the defense is playing better, I wish the offense would resemble an offense instead of a scramble drill. What say you? Yeah, I think they've been better. I mean, I they know how to win in the playoffs. Period, point blank, end of story. They have been in how many playoff games over the last three years? They've been in three AFC Championship games. They've been in several Super Bowls. They've, they've played a ton of teams in just other rounds. They know what to do. Andy Reid, I'm going to look it up right now. I'm pretty sure he's won 20 playoff games. 
uh, maybe more. It might even be 22, his playoff record in his career. Okay, 17 and 15. 17 playoff victories. He knows how to win playoff games. I, I'd feel pretty good. You guys are going to be okay. My name is Martel, longtime Bengals fan, and I love the pod. Just wondering about the long-term future of the franchise, and do you see us making a legit playoff run? And by the way, I love the other pod. Also made some money listening to you and Stucky. You guys are lucky, man. You, you truly are. You have Joe Burrow. Think about this year. All these teams sucked all year long, and there's no quarterback in the draft. The best quarterback by far is Kenny Pickett. And he's like, you know, Mac Jones, Kirk Cousins type. You got Joe Burrow. Like your franchise, whether you make the playoffs or not, and we'll see, obviously, the game this weekend against the Ravens is huge. I would be pretty fired up. You got Joe Burrow. Higgins is a stud. Chase is a stud. Mixon's a stud. And he's under contract. You guys are in a good spot. You need to improve the offensive line, improve the defense. But I I would be pretty bullish if I were you on the long-term viability of my franchise. Mr. Middlecoff. <laughs> you can just call me John. I'm a huge fan of the show and greatly admire your genuineness and humility. I like this guy already. You not only provide great football insight, but you have sage life advice as well. Joe, I'm a big fan of yours. I'm a, cur- I'm a current college student and was wondering if you could provide some insight into the graduate assistant application process. I know little to nothing about it. Also, if you could go back to when you were applying for GA positions, what advice would you give? Well, I'll be honest. I, I-, I sent emails to people I did, or not emails at the time, I mailed I mailed resume slash application letters to all the PAC, at the time, the PAC-10 schools. And all of them denied me. And I never would have had a chance. Because when I became a GA, those letters used to come to me. And typically, you got to know a coach on the staff. And I didn't know anyone in football. The only person I knew in college football was my cousin who played at Fresno State. He was a long snapper. If I remember correctly, I think I went to visit him for like spring break Going into my senior year, I had him take me by the football office and I introduced myself to the football operations guy who is now at Oklahoma. Uh, and we stayed in touch and he had a spot. And that's kind of how... But if it wouldn't have been for my cousin playing at Fresno State, I never would have probably met the guy, let alone had the job. So you almost have to know someone. Now, looking back, if I hadn't have known, had my cousin Kenny that played at Fresno State... You, you basically would have to network and meet some people because without meeting anyone, it's impossible to get in. It, it really is. The only way I ended up in the NFL was Pat Hill called Andy Reid and their main scout doing the West Coast at the time, Anthony Patch, who's still with the Eagles, you know, gave my name. So that, that never would have happened. I never would have got to the NFL without knowing anyone. Just like I never would have got with college football without knowing anyone. Now, the difference is in 2021, if you want to be a graduate assistant for recruiting, the, the departments are getting way bigger because the recruiting is just, it's exploded. Transfer portal, it's like a scouting department. So it might be easier to get your foot in the door. So my only recommendation is you have to find a way to meet people on the inside. You, it, without knowing people on the inside, it's impossible to break through the door, in, in my opinion. Or, or at least it's very, very challenging. So the number one goal would be to, I hate the word network because it sounds so fake, find a way to build some relationships with people where you want to go. It can be tough, but I don't know, shoot an email, friend them on LinkedIn, follow them on, you know, DM them on Twitter or Instagram. 
You just got to fucking hustle. That's that's what you got to do. And I was hustling, but it just would have been a waste of my time looking back because I these people didn't know who I was. It's not like I was some Division One football star. I, you know, my, all, the only coaches I knew were the ones at Cal Poly. Andre from Castro Valley living in Philly. We know Gruden made the last call on the top draft picks. Are we to assume that he made all the picks? Or did Mayock draft take uh, did Mayock draft take the late rounds? Seeing a trend over the last few years where the late picks are actually fantastic for the Raiders versus the first round picks. Crosby, Renfro, Hobbs. That's a hell of a question that I do not know the answer to. But their drafting in the first round has been embarrassing. I mean, abs- I mean, Leatherwood stinks. He is terrible. They had to Ruggs was going to be a good player, but he's going to go to jail now. Damon Arnett was a just a joke pick. Cleland Farrell, awful selection. They took Cleland over Devin White. It's one of the all-time WTFs. Not the Washington football team either. So, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't have the answer for you. But it's it's very, very bizarre. I don't know if Mayock's going to survive. Okay, last question here. Ryan. Hey, Chargers fan here. Yes, we do exist. Chargers fan base has been growing, but the media still pushes we have no fans in LA. What's up with that? I know it's not as big as most teams, but you can tell was it loud versus the Chiefs offense out there. Thanks if you get this. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's hard to make old narratives die. Justin Herbert becomes a star. He'll be one of the biggest players, you know, most famous players in the NFL, and you guys will have a lot of fans. Do you know how why the Cowboys have a lot of fans or the Packers have a lot of fans or the Yankees have a lot of fans or the Lakers have a lot of fans? Because the more you win, you get bandwagon fans. The only people that push against bandwagon fans are teams that don't have a lot of bandwagon fans. Right? The reason the Niners fans or the Niners are the biggest brand out West is because for 20 years, from 81 till about 02, they won every stinking year. And you gain fans by winning. Do you know why the Warriors have become such a big brand? Because they win. So if you win, and if you consistently win, your fan base will exponentially grow. Sports is not very complicated. Like, there's a reason my... uh, when we, when I first started doing get in the podcast world is when I got out of radio and we basically just reinvented our radio show on a podcast and we did Raiders and Niners. And then we realized from a business perspective, it made way more sense to just do the Niners. And do you know what happened when we started just talking about the 49ers? And this is when they were bad. Our numbers doubled and tripled because it's just, it's all a numbers game. You know, it's like, I, 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 that's why I get very unemotional about this stuff because, and listen, I, I don't talk that much about the Cowboys because if there's not something on the Cowboys, I don't really get that fired up, but I've seen some of the numbers on the three and out podcast. When we've opened up with the Cowboys, they do enormous numbers. Belichick is so famous, not because he's Bill Belichick, because he's won for 20 years, the Steelers, the Packers. I mean, it's, it's all about winning when you win your fan base grows. And the bigger your fan base becomes, the more lucrative you come to be put on television. And the more you're on television, more eyeballs are on you. It's a pretty simple formula, right? Like the the Giants and the Jets are unique. They just happen to be in the number one media market. There's just more people in New York. So if they're good, their fan base is just massive immediately, right? Same thing with the Bears. But the, the Jags are irrelevant. They would have to win consistently for like a decade to get a big fan base, which is not going to happen because they only lose. Uh, appreciate everyone hitting me up. 
And Merry Christmas. Have a great weekend. Uh, Enjoy your family. Enjoy your friends. Relax a little bit. Reset. Unless you're working. Some of us got to pay the bills, so I'll be working. Not really. I guess kind of. But enjoy it. I'm very, very grateful of everyone that listens to this podcast and has helped us go where we're trying to go and keep going. And uh, very, very excited for 2022 to just keep doing what we're doing. Adios, everyone. Godspeed. Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pregame barbecue. While you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside. And without the right home and auto insurance coverage, the cost to repair this could eat up your savings. So bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.